You are listening to Mystified and Thankful Radio, Adoration Over the Airwaves. I'm your host, Reverend Adam Talent. The year is 2020, and the time is now. This episode is a special edition partnership with Oops, I Miss Church, courtesy of the Gracious Saint and host of that show, Micah Leverton. So check out Micah's show, Oops, I Miss Church, on KMZN Radio, Sundays 3 to 5. If you'd like to know more about Mystified and Thankful, you can go to mystifiedandthankful.com, or you can find my visual art on Instagram, at mystifiedandthankful. I'm on Facebook and Twitter as well. This episode will be uploaded to my podcast after it airs live, so if you'd like to listen to it again, check it out on whatever podcast platforms you prefer. Leave a review, and it will help this program get into more ears and more hearts. Now we start every episode out with a time of adoration, which simply means to worship. We move from a time of adoration into a time of poetry, and then we have a message of the day. But as we release worship over the airwaves, I believe God is releasing His light and His love that dispels the darkness. It actually purifies the air. Every human being should have the right to breathe. So as we release adoration, Let's watch this virus of this pandemic dissipate. Let's worship till oppression is silenced. Let's worship till systemic and demonic structures are shaken to the ground. Let's worship until there's an economic shift for every household. Let's worship until families are restored. And when all this is accomplished, let's keep worshiping for all of eternity. And for now. For the message today, we're going to journey outside of time together. There's this eternal realm of God's heart where we get to push beyond limitations that hold us in places of control and oppressive distance, delusionary visions, religious limitations. So I'm inviting you through this program to reach out together with me beyond the electric fence, into freedom's sake, because it's for freedom's sake that Christ has set us free. He's our only hope for freedom. So right now, join me as we enter eternity for a time of adoration. We'll start this adoration time with finding our pulses. Do you know how to find your pulse? You can look it up if you don't know how. But as you find your pulse on your wrist or on your neck, I want you to listen to the song that God's placed inside of you. The truth is, you can't make your own heart beat. And God put a worship song inside of you. And as your heart beats, I believe God's going to Take things away that have been robbing you of your rhythm and showing you things of his song that shines through your heartbeat. And God, we bless these rhythms, these pulses. Over the airwaves, will you connect our heartbeats in oneness outside of time, beyond distance, 
beyond what society would say separates us. As you feel your heartbeat, I want to tell you a secret. We've often thought about rhythm from the concept of time. Like time creates a foundation for rhythm. I don't believe this is true. We think in terms of time signatures or we count off before we start a song. But there's something transcendent when you feel people step into true rhythm. You can feel it in a song. It takes us outside of time. There's this reality that we were made in God's image. And before he even spoke time into existence, he had a heartbeat. Before minutes or seconds or weeks or months, God had a rhythm that existed inside of him. Now, if this is true, that means that before there was ever time, there was song. Before there was ever moments and seconds, there was a rhythm and a beat and a vision that was echoing over the earth. This is a sacred song. As you feel your heartbeat, let's just ask the Lord, is there anything that's robbing me of the rhythm that you intended me for? Is there anything stealing, killing, or pulling away from my song that you want to take away today? Whether it's fear, the opinions of others, a health issue, Maybe it's an area you were robbed as a child. As you feel your heartbeat, I believe God's releasing his purity, his love, and his healing into your song. Now the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. He's like a bad musician that is playing too loudly. We're going to kick him out of the band today. We're going to purify the set and say, Lord, synchronize us with your heartbeat. Let my heart beat for the things that your heart beats for. Not just in my life, but in the world. Release in me a new song. As you feel your heartbeat, Allow your soul to be pulled into the reality of the kingdom, into the throne room, into the place where the river rushes from the throne and the angels cry, holy, holy, holy. And your heartbeat adds to this eternal worship of the triune God. Here we are, the point in the program where we have a time of poetry. Today's poem is called Now I Am. It was written from a place of healing where I had to let go of past oaths and promises that I was never meant to keep. I spoke these promises from a deep place of insecurity, 
I wanted to be a person of my word, and when opportunity arose to move beyond the limitations, I was afraid. I wanted to be true to myself, and yet I felt myself expanding beyond what I knew when I spoke the promises. I want to tell you that when you let go of those limitations, break the past promises, you're actually being more true to yourself. So be delivered from past promises of your life that you were never meant to keep. Now I am. A need for protection against the possibilities leaves one with nothing more than a wall of brick. Made possible only by the provision of the rain. Each brick patterned in tension as water from the heavens fell full of the unknown. It was the pain and the relief that carried the courage to break the spoken promise, never, not me. Hey, if you enjoyed that poem and you would like a hand-typed copy of it and a personal letter from me, go to mystifiedandthankful.com. Go to contact and select poetry requests. For a $10 donation, I'll type that up for you. And that donation goes to helping support this ministry. It helps the message get into more ears and more hearts. The time is now. Are you ready? We're entering the message for the day. We're going to enter into a timeless place together. It's a place of abundance, ever-increasing. It's full, overflowing. It's a portal. It's a doorway. It's Jesus. It's not the void. It's not empty. It's not shapeless. It's not a vacuum. It's tangible. It's unveiling. It's a constant river, multidimensional It's the heart of God. Spirit and truth, the word made flesh, the place we are born of water and of spirit. I'd encourage you to go read this story in Mark 5, starting in verse 24. It's the woman with the issue of blood. There was a swarm of people following Jesus, crowding in on him. And a woman was there. She had this issue of blood. She was on her period for 12 years. She suffered under a lot of care by many doctors. She had spent everything that she had on trying to get better, only to find that she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus. She came up behind him in the crowd, and she reached out. And she touched his cloak. Because she was thinking, if I could only just touch his clothes, I know I could be healed. Her bleeding stopped immediately, and she sensed in her body that her illness was gone. At that very moment, Jesus recognized that power had gone out from him, and he turned around in the crowd and he said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said, don't you see the crowd pressing against you? And yet you want to know who touched me. But Jesus looked around 
carefully to see who had touched him. The woman, full of fear and trembling, came forward. Knowing what had happened to her, she fell down in front of Jesus and told him the whole truth. And he responded, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be healed from your disease. This woman wasn't even allowed in the temple. This story is so significant because she reached beyond a barrier. She reached beyond a limitation. Society and religious uh, ideology would tell her at that time that she was unclean. The law said that while a woman was on her period, she wasn't even allowed to go to the temple to worship. So here you have a woman with a condition for 12 years that left her untouchable, ostracized, alone, oppressed, forgotten. The current mindset of the day was to push someone like her as far away as possible. And this still happens today. Some of you listening might feel like you've been pushed aside kept from the temple, ostracized from society, considered less than because of a condition or just because you are who you are, because of the skin you're in, because of the voice that you have. Well, I want to tell you something. These religious conditions these structures in society, they create an electric fence. Even if we can't see it, for some people, when you cross it, you can feel the shock. What this woman is doing is she's reaching beyond the electric fence. The thing that told her, if you go beyond this, you'll be punished, you'll be hurt. You have your place. Don't move beyond it. What motivated her to reach out and touch Jesus' cloak is desperation. That desperation pushed her to touch something that was outside of time, though. Do you know that when her fingers touched the fabric of his robe, she entered a portal? A reality that took her beyond where she was. In that day, only the priest could go beyond the veil of the temple. She couldn't go into the temple itself, but then even beyond the curtain was the Holy of Holies, a place unless you were purified, you would die if you weren't considered clean. The idea was that God's presence was so holy, anything unclean would be disrupted into death if you came into the presence. But what happens is she reaches out, touches the hem of his garment, his cloak, and she teleports to Mark 15. In Mark 15, Jesus lets out a loud cry. He breathes his last breath, and the curtain of the temple is torn in two, from the top to the bottom. This visual representation of the separation of God and unclean people is torn in two 
And the soldier standing watching Jesus take his last breath says, Surely this man was the Son of God. As this woman's hand is on this cloak, she not only teleported outside of time, reached beyond the electric fence and touched the temple curtain, but she touched something beyond the temple. She touched Revelation 19.11, where at the end of time, John the Revelator even sees heaven open, and there before him a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True, who rides with justice, and he wages war, and his eyes are of fire, and on his head are crowns, with a name only that he knows, and a what? It's a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. She reached out beyond the electric fence. She touched the temple curtain that was torn, and she touched a robe in Revelation that was dipped in someone else's blood. As her blood was dripping, and she needed a healing, She needed repaired, restored. She needed her dignity to be seen, her humanity to be valued. She touched the wet blood on the end of an eternal robe of Christ. Even the prophet Isaiah, previous to all of this, before she was even alive, says, I seen the Lord exalted and seated on a throne in the train of his robe filled the temple. Did you know that this woman is the true temple? That God's spirit wanted to leave this stone structure behind a curtain and enter her body? Not just to heal her, but to restore her, not just to disrupt oppressive systems, but to raise her above them. Reach beyond the electric fence. Reach beyond the silence. Reach beyond the systems. May these demonic, oppressive things be shaken to the ground. May the world hear the loud cry that Jesus released with his last breath so that you could have the breath of life. And may this curtain of separation be torn in two, from the top to the bottom, because surely this man is the Son of God who died on your behalf. And there is an eternal reality that his robe is dipped in blood for you. So God, I ask that you heal each listener from any abuse as a child, any limits on their lungs. Lord, we ask for healing for anyone with asthma, COVID-19, restrictions, issues of blood, infertility, chronic illness, 
pain or systemic demonic oppression. God, heal our land, restore people's dignity, and let the silenced rise up with their voices. Because silencer, you have now been silenced by the light. If you're listening to this and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to release an invitation to you. He is faithful and true. His robe's dipped in blood. He's the eternal one. And there's a heavenly place that he wants to pull you into. No matter if you're in a place of safety where you're healing through the past, or if you're in a place right now where you're being threatened and you're unsure of even where to go or what to say, the Lord is near. He is for you and he is not against you. So with your hands held out like you're receiving a gift, why don't you just say, God, I'm tired of being the Lord of my own life. Will you come and be my Lord and Savior? Like the woman with the issue of blood, I reach beyond this electric fence that has tried to keep me from you. And I touch your robe and I accept you into my life. It's by your stripes that I am healed, that I am delivered, and that I'm saved. Take me so far into oneness with you and Father God and the Holy Spirit that I'll never be without you again. Hey, if you prayed that prayer, I'd love to hear from you. If you had a spiritual experience or a breakthrough, I'd love to hear your testimony. You can reach me at mystifyingthankful.com or on Instagram. I want to give a special thanks once again to Michael Leverton, to Oops I Miss Church, and to KMZN Radio. Thanks for this partnership for episode four of Mystified and Thankful's Adoration Over the Airwaves. God loves you and so do I. I'll see you next time.